The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I not only say the things I need to say, but the things I think you need to hear. And your feelings, they're not a factor. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. So we're going to start out the episode as we do by saying Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tebby, Javier, Fitz, McShane, El Heavy, Craig, El Devin, and El Morte. Thank you guys for your support. It means a lot to me. So to start to get into it, the uh, biggest thing on my... Uh, mind this week and once again this is a a combination of state local uh, national global issue and it's realistically it's getting harder and harder for me to not side in the conspiracy theory camp on this one even though I've as I've said in the past the conspiracy theorists are being right more and more often and the thing is it's going on in pretty much all the you know quote-unquote western civilized world at this point and it's being done by a bunch of globalist, ultra-liberal, elitist motherfuckers who feel like they don't have the proper level of superiority over the general population of their country. So they're importing a bunch of third-world motherfuckers who do not share the same values that they do. They mm-hmm. think they're going to be able to control them and maintain a ease of population over them. And there's a lot of other factors to it. And again, this may all be you know conspiracy theorist talk or whatever, but... Hey, fuck it. That's my show, and I'll talk about what I want. But anyway, you're seeing it in countries like France and throughout most of the European Union, as well as currently in pretty much every deep blue city in this country, where you have fighting age men, no women, no children, or very minor amounts of women and children, coming into countries undocumented, unvetted, so functionally illegally, to supplant the populations of the indigenous or currently indigenous people, I should say. I mean, I figure most of these countries, we're talking people that have been there for generations. So it's, they may not be the original indigenous, uh, but they're indigenous enough. And if you want to nitpick me on that one, you know, send me the message, do it directly, have some balls. Uh, I don't think many of my listeners are of that mindset, but that is where somebody, oh, they're not the original indigenous, get fucked. Anyway, point being, um, before I sidetrack myself too much, so we have these massive influx of illegal, undocumented immigrants, fighting age males. These are not, you know, migrations. These are invasions. That's literally the definition of it. It's not people coming here looking for better lives. It's not people going to different European countries. They have literally taken over entire portions of, like, the islands that are attached to Italy. And the Italian prime minister who was actually elected under talking a really good game about how she was going to put Italy first and basically fix everything that the socialist government had fucked up, uh, has done fuck all about it. And she's kind of getting called to task about it, which is refreshing, but at the same time, nothing's really changing. So we'll kind of have to wait and see how this is going to go, but it's not, it's, it's not, it's too big to be accidental at this point. And this is kind of going to bring me to, in a roundabout way to what I'm thinking about, but the, and now looking at a more local scale, the constant migration here in the U S is still being dealt with by Texas and really nobody else in the only way that is really going to work. And that is by driving home the actual effects of the policies that 
all of these liberals have been so happy to put in place because they never thought it would affect them. They'll never admit to that. They like to tout their own holier-than-thou bullshit and say it was always, oh, well, we're always here. Our state's always been a sanctuary state. Our state will always be a sanctuary state until it's actually time to start doing sanctuary state shit. Because by and wide, up until recently, all these real strong proponents of sanctuary status for undocumented migrants didn't really have to deal with the problem very much. I mean, you got a few stragglers here and there that would come come floating through, but for the most part, it was not nearly to scale with what the southern border states were having to deal with. And under previous administrations, when immigration was being more tightly monitored, even the illegal crossings were not nearly to this level, and it was not nearly the same content of people. There were still families coming across, there, and there still are families coming across. There are groups of women and children coming across, but they're not the majority. It's a majority of fighting-age males with no wives, no kids, because when you're running away from conflict and strife, you take your family with you. When you're running towards aggressive behaviors and trying to supplant a, a residing population, you don't. You send the fighting age males. That's how an invasion fucking works. But anyway, so all these sanctuary cities and sanctuary states have been feeling the weight of what border states have been dealing with for years because Greg Abbott has been shipping out immigrants to all the sanctuary cities. And he's not the he's not alone. There have been leftist organizations, leftist funded organizations out there aiding and abetting all these illegal aliens that are coming into the country, handing out cell phones, debit cards, maps, directions on how to get to where they're going. I mean, they are facilitating this shit. And it's definitely not accidental. It's, like I said, facilitated. And then we have the leftist governors, mayors, uh, anyone who's really been saying, oh, yes, sanctuary this, sanctuary that all of a sudden crying broke when they don't have the infrastructure to handle what they promised they were going to be and the policies that they are out here beating the drum saying this is what's right and this is what we need to do until they're actually faced with the consequences of their actions. Which is what happens to so many weak-minded people. They start screaming about how unfair it is and how they never were in a position to have to deal with these numbers when it's what they were asking for in the first place. And they want money from the federal government. They want money that they don't have that will inevitably be lost in corrupt bullshit because that's how these people work to try and offset their own piss poor thinking and their own poor logic because all of a sudden it's not someone else's problem. And that's how you deal with these things. That's how you make your make it real for these assholes. And then furthermore, Greg Abbott did something intelligent and activated the Illinois National or that I'm fuck the Illinois. I'm getting ahead of myself here activated the Texas National Guard to close the fucking border, to say, you know what, we're done. They escorted the the uh, Border Patrol and the, IN and the federal people off the line. They said, you know what, get the fuck out of here. You're not doing the job. You can go now. We got this. And it's kind of refreshing to see soldiers with riot shields putting back all the barbed wire that the federal government had decided shouldn't be there and reestablishing the borders and saying, you know what? You're not fucking coming in. Doors closed. Country's closed. Go the fuck back home. You're not getting in this way. You want to come in here? You go to the embassy, you apply for asylum, and you do it the right fucking way. 
And see, that's one of those things too. A lot of the leftist people like to say, "Oh, well, they're they're here as asylum seekers, and they're they're just not being processed." Well, no, there's a process to seeking asylum. You go to a, a facility, you declare yourself, you are vetted by the government, and then your status is you are kept track of until you are given an official legal status of an asylum refugee. That's not what's being done in this situation. The Biden administration is just letting them in and letting them go. Here you go. Here's your here's your cell phone. Here's your gift card and have fun. Good luck. And it's overwhelming all these blue cities and they're crying broke and they're crying that it's not fair and this wasn't what they meant. The jelly-filled fuck muppet of a governor of the state of Illinois, see, that's where I got ahead of myself, uh, who was very vocal about being one of the most pro sanctuary state status people in the country and made a big to do about the fact that he signed four different bills guaranteeing that Illinois was and would remain a sanctuary state is now begging Greg Abbott to quit sending people up here crying out for mercy because these poor unfortunates, they don't have anywhere to go in the city of Chicago anymore. And there's nowhere they can go to be kept safe from the cold. Now the blue mayors, governors, leaders who are now feeling the brunt of their own fucking policies. They have plans and they're doing things. They are, they are housing these people, whether it be all the ones that are being housed in hotels in the city of Chicago and in the various cities in New York and Baltimore and around the country that are being housed anywhere from one to five star hotels. And for a side note, just for anyone who's unaware of that fat fuck Muppet Pritzker, he is um his family is billionaires and they made their money in the hotel industry. Yeah, so I'm sure you know if his family is actually renting out their five-star hotels to migrants, they're definitely hitting the government for a premium. They're probably billing the feds and the states because double dipping is not beneath these motherfuckers. They have no problem doing whatever they need to do to transfer their own wealth into your our wealth to their pockets. And that whole family's fucked. Uh Pritzker's got relatives that were on the Epstein flight logs. He's, they've got, he's got a trans family member who's a very vocal advocate for all these nonsense, uh, pushing trans agendas and well, that jelly filled fuck monk, but likes to be disarming the population that he's supposedly governing over his family owns a gun range in Wisconsin. So, you know, it's very much a case of hypocritical bullshit. He's pandering to his fucking, electoral base to maintain his power. That's all that cocksucker is doing. And frankly, I really hope it all bites him really hard on his jelly filled ass. Uh, but I digress. So, uh, just for the record, fuck you, JB. You got a problem with me? Somebody, I know he's never going to hear this. Uh, I'm, I'm so far beneath him as to not be noticed, but if one of his aides or the sever comes to his attention, I would just like to go formally on the record. I will bare knuckle box your fat ass anytime, anywhere. You you got beef? Come get come catch these hands, you fat fuck. And I'm a fat fuck too, so it'll be a fair fight. We're both out of shape. I'll and I will gladly take the whooping. And if you beat me, I will shut the fuck up. But until that time, if kiss my ass, you fat fuck. You're worthless. You're a coward, and you're you're a thief, and you're a horrible human being. And I hope you get what's coming to you. But I digress. So back to the point. Uh, so we have all these migrants coming in, supplanting resident populations and in cities like New York and Baltimore and all along, up and down the East coast and cities like Chicago. And they are being treated better than the citizens who are funding this bullshit. Uh, 
Now, the federal government has been horrible, horrible, horribly deficit spending for, for a couple of generations at this point, but it has been growing at record numbers. Our, our, the national debt has gotten to the point where the interest is almost un, unsustainable, not to mention the fact that the government hasn't cut any fucking spending. They're just throwing more money around that they don't have because they don't care because it's not their money. The U.S. government does not earn a fucking cent. It just takes it from the people who do. It's always been that way. Well, I shouldn't say always. You know, the IRS and federal taxes didn't exist prior to the early 1900s. And the country got along just fine for a couple hundred years without them. And they were always supposed to be temporary. But one thing politicians will prove to you is there's nothing as permanent as a temporary solution offered by a politician. And it is reflected in their attitude and the way they're treating because what they're doing is originally it sounded conspiratorial but people were saying oh well they're going to do this and they're going to try to put these people on the fast track to voting and then we have AOC coming out and doing her I am the you know the visible mouthpiece for the le- for the extremist left saying well the the solution to illegal immigration is to just make them legal immigrants no you dumb cunt it's not it never was it never will be there's a process the process is in place the process is not being enforced which is the fucking problem just magically saying abracadabra you're all citizens is not how you fix the fucking problem you stupid sack of tits but it's, it's what they're doing, though. They're pandering to these people, and they're trying to say, oh, look, we're the left. We're the ones who took care of you. We're the ones who gave you the free money and the free shelters. And they in New York, they're displacing students. They have emptied out a high school to convert it into migrant dwellings. They're telling these students they're going to spend the rest of their year doing their classes remotely. They canceled their winter dance. They said, hey, tough nuggies, we got to put these fucking immigrants somewhere and don't and then when the parents complain about it the principal had the audacity to tell them they were being selfish and to try and take them to the woodshed for their attitude about we are not this is not your job you're not supposed to be putting these motherfuckers first you're supposed to be putting these children first and the principal how dare you you have the audacity to challenge our decision to do this and working learning remotely didn't have any problems and it should be fine and just just nonsense after nonsense and meanwhile, while all this is going on, we have the parasites in D.C. doing exactly what they're doing. trying, And they're right back to where it was with the stuff that got McCarthy ousted, where they're trying to pass these bipartisan spending bills that realistically, every time they say bipartisan, all it is is uniparty bullshit because it's the conservatives, most of who are at this point qualify as rhinos. They're only Republican in name. They're more than willing to work with the Democrats to make sure that all the special interest groups get fed. Pass another spending bill that is deficit spending, $1.6 trillion, including more funding for the Ukraine, which the American population is fed up with and no longer wants. Funding for the Israel-Gaza conflict, which a large portion of the American population said no more funding foreign wars, period. Um, And that'll lead into something else here shortly, too. But Overall, grand arching, sweeping, pissing a lot of fucking people off. And again, this is why they need to import new voters, because the, the even the people that are supposed to be supporting the left are getting fed up with this shit because our politicians are so, so thoroughly disconnected from the actual population and the actual desires of the people they're supposed to be representing because they no longer view themselves as representatives of the people. They view themselves as our overlords, and that... 
really needs to be fucking changed. And that is why you're not hearing things out of the mainstream media, because let's face it, they are the propaganda branch of the government at this point. That's why you're not hearing about things like the protests going on in France and Germany that are still going on with the farmers protesting prohibitive taxes that are going to bankrupt their farms. Family farms are going to be lost because they're not going to be able to pay their taxes or not being able to buy the diesel. They need to operate their farming equipment because the government is actively trying to end their existence. Like the fact that Bill Gates bought all this farmland in America should concern people. He's a globalist piece of shit. And there should be some sort of, I mean, as much as I'm against federal regulations, there needs to be something that says, you know what, if your entire plan is to depopulate the earth, you don't get to own all the fertile farmland because you're a piece of shit. But that's neither here nor there. The U.S. government, without going into a whole lot of other nonsense, if they were actually concerned about the good of the world if they they would stop paying farmers to not grow food the u.s could literally feed the entire planet if they farmed all their farmable land at one time but they don't and there's reasons for that but i'm and that's a whole nother conversation but the point is well all this nonsense is going on well they are importing things and there are movements being played out right now the the left is looking for ways because they're I'm pretty sure they're starting to read the writing on the wall that they're not going to be able to beat Trump without some serious fucking shenanigans without making these 30 million undocumented motherfuckers legal voters by the end of the year. They probably don't have the votes to fucking win and they don't have the capacity to be able to pull the same bullshit that they pulled four years ago and fudge the election again where it's not going to lead to a fucking war. So now they're already figuring out how to hamstring the Cheeto when he gets reelected because I mean, I as much as it galls me to say it, that kind of seems to be the way the wind's blowing. And so now we have leftist groups that are talking about how do they take the military out of the hands of the population? How do they make the military not responsible to the people? How do they make it so the president's no longer the commander-in-chief of the U.S. military? Because that is actually what commander-in-chief means. It doesn't mean God overlord of the fucking country. It doesn't mean unilateral ruler of the country, which is what a lot of morons seem to think it does. It doesn't mean they can do whatever the fuck they want with the brush stroke of a pen to just rule as they see fit. They are the commander-in-chief of the U.S. military. That is supposed to be their primary duty and title. That is the whole point behind the representative government and the three branches, the checks and balances. So no one entity has too much fucking power. And the fact that people get so bent out of shape about a president getting elected and saying that is too much of a threat to their way of life tells you that they've invested too much power in that fucking position over the years and they've allowed it to accumulate too much power. It should not really matter that fucking much who's in that goddamn seat. But people are stupid and they get buffaloed real easy and... It's not by accident. They actively remove the educational standards that taught us this shit when we were kids. You can't even find Schoolhouse Rock without really digging for it at this point. And they don't want educated population. They don't want people that know how the government's supposed to work because they're, then you can't manipulate them. Then you can't bullshit them. Fortunately, there's no shortage of dumb motherfuckers in this country. As I keep saying, remember when you think about how stupid the average human being is, just remember that half of them are dumber than that. And it's it's sad, and it's true, and it's the way it is. And unfortunately, in this country, it's really it's getting to be a thing. Now, again, if you look with this massive import of assorted refugees who do not share our values, our way of life, our general standards and things like that, and you notice how they are, by and wide, primarily sticking to the massively disarmed blue cities right now. 
if you want to look at into the future of what this leads to, particularly if all these gun grabbing asshole politicians get their way and they manage to somehow try and start disarming the civilian population of this country. Look at the UK right now. The UK, first off, has a generally disarmed population. Now they want to say, oh, well, yeah, we don't have mass shootings. No, you have mass stabbings. You have people getting fucking machete assaults. There is plenty of violent crime in the UK. It's just not gunshots because violent motherfuckers are still going to do violence. And you look at the UK right now. They've also had a massive influx of third world motherfuckers who don't share their values. They have churches being turned over, turning into mosques because they're being flooded primarily with hardcore Islamic migrants. Again, fighting age males, not women and children, not families. And I have nothing against Islamic people as a whole. I'm saying this is as an example. When you bring in a bunch of people from another country who don't share your values, who breed at a much higher rate, which is something a lot of people don't talk about. They're, a lot of these third world motherfuckers are being brought in because they come from a more populous species. And this is looking at things again from the eyes of a conspiracy theorist in a certain amount. But because in all the Western countries, birth rates are on the decline the population just isn't going to be there in a couple of generations. And it's due to cultural. It's due to a lot of things too. We are less virile than we used to be. We are less potent than we used to be. And I'm sure that's in no small part due to the processed diets of most of fat ass American pieces of shit, but also it's more of an attitude. It's there's not a need to have kids in our twenties and thirties. We don't need to have seven kids to go out and raise the chickens and fucking run the farm. We live in cities. We are modernized. We we can have get away with a one child. Not that it's an enforced one child policy like China had, which is biting them in the ass because they are in a massive population decline. They're going to be seeing a huge die off over the next couple of generations. But just because the general attitude and again, if you're looking at idiocracy, the the more intelligent people they wait to have kids till they're in a better situation, or they choose not to have children or just one child. Whereas you have, you know, the, the inbred mouth breathing Kool-Aid drinking motherfuckers who are out there churning out five, six little bastards that are going to roll around, eat the dirt and fuck their cousins. And so that population, you know, it, it's not, it's not algebra. It's not negative times negative equals a positive it's <laughs> equals. <laughs> but ultimately these motherfuckers are going to be supplanted by a bunch of third world cultures that still embrace like traditional masculinity and alpha male type behavior where you're going to get a bunch of aggressive motherfuckers that like to fuck. They like to fuck so much that they culturally approve raping people that are the indigenous and not their own kind in order to breed them out. It's realistically what it is. A, they don't value women. They don't respect women. And when you're coming into a culture that's all taught men not to be strong, aggressive males and to be submissive, for lack of a better way of putting it, these more aggressive motherfuckers are going to just come in and take what they want. And you see that in pretty much all of these countries, rapes are on the rise, violent assaults are on the rise, even in our own country where there are people being assaulted and violently raped by migrants on a regular basis. And since it's happening in these liberal towns where they are basically a revolving door for fucking criminals and they want to continue to cry that it's the guns are the problem and all this other shit, Meanwhile, the permissive judges are not cited. Judges are not held accountable when they repeatedly 
put repeat offenders back on the fucking street to go commit more crimes. You want a prime example? Look at what happened in New York a little while back. Remember there was a guy who choked out a violent asshole on the on the train and was immediately arrested and held on $200,000 bail for defending another person on the subway from a violent attack by a fucking junkie homeless nutball. Yeah. This guy who was basically a hero put himself in harm's way to defend another person. No thought of his own safety, just did what needed to be done. Held on $200,000 bail to get out for because the fucking crazy junkie bum died from complications from being choked out. Now, same city, illegal, undocumented migrant motherfucker, rapes a woman at knife point, let out, no bail. Signature, just... Don't worry, here's when your court date is. you got to come back for that. And, again, going back to Chicago and some of the services I follow, talking about all of the violent crime that goes on there, multiple cases, people that are out on parole or on probation or awaiting trial for another charge being picked up again and again and again for multiple violent felonies. There's a guy right now, currently stands, been arrested six times for violent felonies still awaiting trial for the first one this motherfucker six times in a year and some change multiple charges that should have landed him in jail for fucking years let out no no signature no nothing just here you go back on the street here's your court date you better show up or we'll put out a bench warrant for you meanwhile we have you know carjackings by motherfuckers on ankle monitors we have Groups of motherfuckers out there, like robbery crews. And now it used to be they it started out they were sticking to the shitty neighborhoods. Then they started realizing the shitty neighborhoods have shitty shit to steal. So they started branching out into like the financial district downtown, doing smash and grabs by stealing a car, driving the stolen car through the storefront of a business, and then robbing that fucking place and sauntering off because there's really no consequences if even if they do get caught. Because they're going to wind up in front of some liberal judge with a liberal prosecutor because it's the city of Chicago and they don't punish criminals. They punish law-abiding citizens by tying their hands, hamstringing them, and basically telling them, fuck your rights. We have to deal with the, we have to be nice to these fucking dirtbag criminals because they're not getting a fair shake because, you know, white people are bad and, and alpha males are dangerous and ooh or whatever the fuck the logic in these assholes. I don't really think logic applies, actually. I think most of these fuck stains, they realistically, they they parted ways with logic a long time ago, and they realized if they just kind of chirp the right bullshit, they're going to succeed and advance their own well, their own course, their own advancement. That's all they give a fuck about. That and, you know, virtue signaling to the other leftist assholes who don't care if the country burns as long as they look good in the process. And speaking of virtue signaling uh, legal shenanigans out of the left, um, okay, so Fannie Willis, the Georgia district attorney who was the one who was having the special prosecutor indict Trump uh, and his cohorts, you know, all the pictures that came out, all the mugshots, yada, yada, yada. Well, it turns out, come to find out, her chief prosecutor is also her romantic partner, has taken her on multiple romantic vacations on the taxpayer's dime, billing the government for that travel and everything else. So funding their romance with taxpayer money while they go after Trump and uh, 
They both financially benefited from this relationship. And then, so she comes out and she's like, well, you know, a black woman can't just, you know, save the world. We have to be allowed to fail. And then and just I instantly played the race card when she gets called out for doing a bunch of corrupt, illegal, immoral bullshit. So, yeah, that should tell you right where it is. And again, no condemnation from anybody on love. Oh, yeah, you, 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 you stay strong. You're just being persecuted for your skin color. No, bitch, you stole from the American people. In the name of a bullshit case that has really not gone the way you guys have planned because you're, you're, you're trying to work on nothing. And that's the same thing with the bullshit going on in New York, too. They don't have a case, but this bitch attorney general is trying to try the case in the court of public opinion, which is technically illegal. And if she didn't have a very biased judge sitting on the bench for the trial, it would have all been thrown out months ago. But that I and I don't even like the fucking guy. And, I've, and I know it's bullshit. But again, that's neither here nor there. Point being, the blatant corruption and just acceptance by everybody because of who that's being done to is just a sign of the times. It's just how fucked up things are in this country and on this planet at this point. It's not just a local phenomenon. It's 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 a sign of the times. It's a sign of weakness in our culture and in our society that is going to eventually bite people in the ass. Now, there is some hope behind all of this because I'm, I alluded to earlier about the the... One world, the World Economic Forum, one world government, all this globalist bullshit. And uh, Klaus Schwab has recently made a statement where it seems like he's really concerned about the the movement of people where people are losing their trust and they are doing everything they can to remove the government from the aspects of their lives. Because, yeah, we've realized that you motherfuckers mean us no well and we don't owe you a fucking thing. You are not ordained by some higher power and you are not better than the average person where you somehow deserve to be making decisions on behalf of the fucking planet. And so he's uh, made a statement about that. That makes me happy. I, I really hope that he loses sleep at night. The guy dresses like a fucking Bond villain. He's a fucking just piece of shit. I, I really I just I wish one of these WEF meetings would just, you know, have a massive catastrophic thing happen so we could point and go maybe there really is a higher power i mean like something where they couldn't blame it on anybody you know a meteor comes out and just smashes these assholes right down into the core of the planet something something beyond the scope of any man doing it just to prove there is a cosmic power going you know what fuck you that would make me giggle but until then we're just gonna have to deal with hopefully you know People start to wake up, get fed up, and say, you know what, you're not doing this to us anymore because there's more of us than there are of you, and honestly, that's where the power is, not in whatever fucking bullshit you think you've got going for you. And I think that's where we're going to end this one. So for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me.